0: Welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Has it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Our text for today is from 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. It's actually a passage that kind of continues our way in our celebration of Advent. In other words, our preparation and anticipation of celebrating the birthday of our Lord. And this is a particular passage of scripture that I ran across that I thought it would be worth highlighting today, because while it is not initially written by the Apostle Paul to highlight the Lord's birth, our Savior's first coming, it is written as an illustration of some of of an obligation that we have as believers and what happens is, as an aside to that, the implication of the command is that Jesus Christ came and was born in flesh in order that he might demonstrate one of the greatest blessings that we could be uh, to one another. So in Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9, the Bible says, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. now, in the context that verse is in a in a written in a chapter that has been highlighting our willingness to be able to give and to sacrificially give uh, to those whom uh, our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Uh, in fact, uh, Paul is commending in chapters eight and nine of Second Corinthians. He's he's illustrating. Paul often gave illustrations uh, in order to build the case for our performing our duty and our service to the Lord as we should. And Jesus is often held up as the great example. And that's no less true right now. That's the whole design of the verse that I read you. And that is to show the duty that every one of us have in giving liberally, uh, giving generously to those who are less fortunate, uh, to have acts of benevolence and charity towards other people. Um, because why? Well, here's Paul's great example. Our Lord Jesus was willing to become poor in order that he might benefit others. I've taught before, even from my own pulpit, that uh, the Bible always gives us uh, a doctrinal truth and then shows you how that's put into practice. And of course, Jesus is our great example. He became poor to benefit other people. And the idea is, in verse 9, is that he who was Lord of the universe, he's King of all things. He, he made all things. He possesses all things. He is the one who is the owner of all things. This verse simply tells us that he was willing to leave that exalted place, that, that, uh, that place of, of preeminence, that place of, of joy, of fellowship, in in the presence of his Father. He was willing to set that aside and all that went with it in order to become poor, in order that we might become rich in the blessings of the gospel that were brought when he came, the means of grace. When Christ came down, he brought grace. And his sacrifice, as we celebrate this time of the year, was great on so many different levels, just to be born into a human form, that must have been something that was a great uh, a great stepping down and humbling of himself, as the book of Philippians describes it. Uh, a place where he was willing to become poor in order that we could become rich, that we could have the grace of God. We are benefited in such a way. And as a result of his example, we ought to be willing to part from our earthly possessions in order that we might be able to benefit others as well. That's exactly what this verse is teaching, that self-sacrificialness for the sake of another's good. Now, that's what the context teaches us in this passage, but what the implication here is is has direct effect. Uh, The meaning of that passage has direct effect on our celebration today during this Christmas season. As we prepare our hearts to remember that, we do know, as from the last podcast, that Jesus was the Word made flesh. Here, He was the rich made poor. He that was, was, uh, was by any stretch of the imagination... Um, had an amazing wealth about him. And I'm not talking about just monetary things or worth, but he, he that possessed everything and had always done so from all eternity. He and the father had always known perfect fellowship. They had never known anything that would come between. He was existing in the same form of his father. John four twenty four tells us, he had it's it's beyond our understanding. We really can't even wrap our mind around it. All that he possessed while he was with the Father in heaven. By the way, do you do you see how that passage teaches that Jesus existed before time began? Uh his pre existence is taught here. Um we understand that there's only one being that could ever possess the attribute of being timeless, eternal, and that is deity. This speaks indirectly of Jesus' pre-existence, of his deity, but he became poor. He had been rich, uh, not in the things of this world, uh, but in the things of eternity. Uh, He gave that up so that he might be able Come. And by the way, it wasn't that he was rich in terms of what this earth is rich in, uh, like he, became, he gave up all of his earthly wealth. When he came into the world, he had nothing. As a matter of fact, we, we read in the, in, the, uh, birth, in the nativity story that when Joseph and Mary went to offer a, uh, offer a sacrifice in the temple at the birth of Christ, they weren't even able to afford a lamb. They were apparently of a very poor stock of people. And so all they could afford to buy is a a pigeon or a bird of some sort in order that they might sacrifice that. Um, That was the the life that Jesus was born into. There was no silver spoon in his mouth. Uh, There was no purple robes that he was wrapped in. He wasn't born in a palace. He was born in a stable and laid in a donkey's feed box. Um, he became poor, but he was rich in eternity. He lived a poor life his entire life. Um, he was, uh, as he said to his disciples, uh, the, the foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of God doesn't even have a place where he could lay his head. Yet here he is, the one who had the title deed to all heaven and earth, who had spoken all things, who had a right to all things. They are uh, all his, they are at his disposal. Uh, These were all his, and yet he gave them up in order that we might become rich. And isn't that exactly what this verse says in verse nine? It says, yet for your sakes, that is for the sake of the... The family of humanity, the family uh that God was going to save for himself, um, he became poor. And he did it for us today. He chose a condition of poverty. He chose a rank in life that didn't have wealth. Uh, Philippians two seven says that he took upon himself the form of a servant. He was connected with a poor family. Even the family and lineage of David, the family had fallen into decay through the centuries. He was poor. Um, And the Bible in the Old Testament literally presents Jesus as being like a, a bit of small vegetation that grows up. No one would have expected, Isaiah 53 says, that something this grandiose was going to happen. Uh, and yet this is who came for our salvation. Well, he lived poor, uh, he died poor, and his entire life he could have ridden in a chariot in ease, he could have had a magnificent palace, but he had none of the above. He had a donkey to ride on, and he did that for me and you, that through his poverty you might be made rich. How am I rich, you might ask? How are we rich in Christ? Well, of course, the present possession that we have, if you know Christ today, you have the promise of forgiveness of sins. It may not be much to the lost world out there, but to the one who wants to lay his head down at night, the knowledge that your sins are forgiven. Oh man, I'm made rich by that. I know that I'm rich because I have... I am heir of an eternal inheritance. I have this future prospect of being uh, immortal in glory and being with my Father in heaven. I have everlasting treasures in heaven. I'm rich. Uh, The Savior is the one who has done all of this. Eternal! It can't be corrupted. Illimitable wealth is ours in heaven. Um, This is how I am rich in Christ. Well... Uh, We have so much to be grateful for. We meditate on this Advent season. He became, he who was rich became poor, that we might be rich. God bless you today. Meditate on these things. Think of the wonderful spiritual promises you have in Christ. And give thanks to the Lord.